the Sex and Spirituality Podcast is a show where we have real deep conversations about everything from love, sexuality, trauma, metaphysics, and healing. I am your host, Lauren Coletti, a feminist poet and grad student studying forensic psychology with a study on sexual health. As a domestic violence and sexual abuse survivor, I hope these vulnerable conversations inspire you to take an introspective look at yourself to help better your life and the people around you. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Sex and Spirituality. I am your host, Lauren Coletti. I know it is Mental Health Awareness Month, but guess what? It's also Masturbation Month, so I had to do a sex episode because it's been a minute, and I wanted to talk about sex toys maybe products I'm loving, my recommendations, and kind of couples using sex toys and how to choose your first sex toy because I've been masturbating for over 10 years now and I bought, I think my first sex toy, honestly, an ex gave me. Kind of the only good thing that came out of that relationship, half joking, but I've been a devotee since. And buying the sex toy for the first time, could be nerve-wracking. The number of options available, probably overwhelming, but do not worry. I have kind of the scoop on what to look for when choosing our first sex toy, all the way from body-safe materials, specific pleasure points, and toys for couples and partner play. I'm located in New York, so there's tons of stores kind of around me, and I love adamandeve.com which you can buy discreet shipping sent right to your house. I also would advise to check out Sex with Emily's podcast and her website where she has a lot of product recommendations. So first question is what area do you want to focus on? The endless amount of options could be imitating at first, but it provides you with the opportunity to choose a toy that targets the areas and types of stimulation that give you the greatest experience because everyone's different and everyone enjoys different forms of pleasure. If you're not sure about where you'd like to focus your pleasure, buying a sex toy, get excited for the first time. Exploring your body and learning what types of stimulation you like is a unique and transformative experience. So there's so many different types of toys, insertable toys, internal toys like dildos, um, which kind of simulate vaginal intercourse. I'm not a huge fan of dildos personally. I love external toys and fingertip vibes that stimulate the clit, the vulva, and the outside labia majora and menorah. Um, There's also my ultimate favorite is suction vibrators, which provide um, like a sucking sensation to the clit that mimics the feeling of oral sex. Truthfully, I've never had mind-blowing ecstatic oral sex. I've never been a huge oral sex person. Um, I don't know if I just haven't had it done great or if it's just not my cup of tea, but um, I will include my product recommendation for this at the end, which is a game changer. There's also butt plugs, anal beads, toys designed for anal play. There are classic wand toys like the Magic Wand which is intense vibrations, rabbit vibes, which offer both internal and external stimulation for G-spot and clit pressure, and then couples toys like strap-ons, cock rings, um, the Wii vibe for masturbation or couples play. So there's a lot of different designs um, and different like appearances. So when you're choosing your first sex toy in the 
the wide range of options on the market, I would highly suggest reading reviews, asking around, contemplating what's important for you and what, you know, you are looking for. And many toys, like you might be surprised that are the most pleasurable don't even look like a penis, like the classic rabbit vibe or dildo, like a small, discreet and non-intimidating toy, like a finger vibe or a small on could be a great way to be non-intimidating to introduce sex toys into your life and into your bedroom if you're kind of afraid of someone finding it out for the first time. So as a first time toy buyer, you may want a toy with like a lower vibration intensity or discrete silent or offers a very a variation of speed levels so keep in mind that toys that deliver strong vibes often have higher noise levels with turned on so if you're living with a bunch of people or you have a roommate go for a toy with a quiet motor lastly when it comes to a personal sex toy size kind of can and does matter a lot of women like myself prefer a small toy um Others might prefer larger toys that deliver stronger vibrations, like the Magic Wand covers a wide surface area um, and can deliver vibrations across your clit and vulva, whereas a long stem and a pinpointed tip like the Zumio delivers direct stimulation to smaller areas. So there's really no right or wrong way as to which toy to buy and which features to prioritize. It's simply up to you what feels best for your body. But I would suggest going for body safe sex toy materials because regardless of what you choose and which features you'd like, be sure to choose something that's body safe. Materials like glass, metal, and medical grade silicone are the safest materials on the market because these materials are non-porous and pretty easy to clean. Um, I'd also suggest checking out toys that were made, if you identify as a woman, that were made by women for women, right? Um, because there is a toy for everybody, but women kind of, we know our bodies best. So either way, explore, you're in control. I will say here that you do tend to get what you pay for. So when I was starting out as a beginner, um, I'd say I'm a sex toy novice now. I'm kind of like an expert on the matter, but I was shopping at like Spencer's and um, even like over-the-counter Rite Aid, Target, they sell them now. The cheaper ones that are like... 10 20 dollars you kind of get what you pay for honestly especially if there's um batteries involved and you have to constantly change them out nothing is more frustrating than when you're trying to masturbate and your sex toy just dies on you that happens to me all the time that's why i have like 80 backups um yes i do collect sex, to sex toys by the way i like personally like the usb chargeable ones ones that are rechargeable and i will invest in a good sex toy because most of them, like the Womanizer, have what it's like a five-year guarantee. It's quality and um, satisfaction guarantee. So look for great customer support service. And, you know, I'll sometimes spend anywhere from $50 to $200 on a sex toy. Um, and many vulva owners can probably relate to this dilemma. So some of the best toys that I've personally found that I enjoy, my favorite brand is the Womanizer. The Womanizer is life-changing. I will never go back. I've owned like eight of them. I'm trying to get every single one that they've ever made. It's unlike any other. It is the suction cup-like device. Um, I've tried the Zumio, which 
was pretty expensive and I gotta tell you I'd always suggest trying toys more than once um, maybe up to five times to really feel it out see how it works and know how your body responds to it I gotta tell you I was a little disappointed with the Zumio but I know there's different um, like models and I would be willing to buy another one and give it another shot but it is better to use during intercourse because it's not like the womanizer where it can kind of be bulky and get in the way it's pretty small the pinpoint tip is pretty small and can be used um, during intercourse which is pretty cool I've also bought the magic wand it's kind of a hit or miss for me like I probably wouldn't buy one again but it's not horrible it's always a backup toy I use just in case because some days you're in the mood for different feels like you know some days you're in the mood for stronger sensations or lighter vibrations and whatnot i've had jade eggs i've engaged in yoni steaming um yoni pearls i've tried a product called the secret serez um i recently my latest purchase to my collection was the wee vibe we um i bought a couple's vibrator for my boyfriend and i because let's be real men and women like a lot of women most women don't come from vaginal intercourse alone um the clitoris is kind of like the pleasure zone and if that's not being stimulated or hit consistently it could be really hard to get over that metaphorical edge so i bought the couple's vibrator my boyfriend kind of found it painful i found it a little uncomfortable when his pelvis was like hitting up against it so i'm seeing if i could do an exchange or something like that um because when women have sex, when they're not warmed up and they're not lubricated and their muscles aren't relaxed, sex could be really fucking painful. So I would always highly suggest engaging in something other than just, you know, slamming away and PV sex <laughs> and always warm up foreplay, foreplay, more play. Um, I've tried the Crave Vesper necklace, which was like a cool accessory. It's like a vibrator you wear around your neck. Don't really wear it anymore, to be honest, but it was kind of cool at first. I would wear it everywhere I went because you never know when you need an orgasm, like all the time, right? I've also tried medical grade Kegel exercisers. Guys, I've tried like everything. Um, strengthening your pelvic floor has so many health benefits, particularly for women who have had children um, and have incontinence it could be really helpful to strengthen your pelvic floor too um, those muscle contractions will strengthen your vaginal wall and you could it could result in better sex more pleasure deeper orgasms so they say I haven't really experienced it but then again I haven't really used it um, and in terms of lubes because there should be a lube on every nightstand as quoted by Emily Morris Dr. Emily who I love um, what me and my boyfriend are using right now at his house i have muse intimacy which is a flavored lubricant it is more so for oral sex i don't really love it um for intercourse because it could get really sticky honestly um but hey if you kind of gag when you're sucking on a dick uh you get grossed out by like the smell or the bodily fluids try a flavored lube um 
it's it's made without sugar, um, silicone, things like that. I think it's a hybrid water-based lube. Um, always would suggest water or silicone-based lubes. Oil-based lubes have been proven to be unsafe and they can cause infections and things like that, but always check if you're engaging in safe sex, which I would highly suggest, and you're using condoms. Some lubes are not latex compatible, so always check that out. The one at my house is Woomore Plain. It's a coconut oil, which I love because it's organic and it's natural. I really want to try Foria. It's a CBD, they call it a love oil lube, and it's supposed to kind of like relax your muscles. And I'm really intrigued with their product line. Um, and I want to try their suppositories because even when using lube, if you're trying to have you know, bud play, it could still be extremely painful, especially if your partner has like a huge dick. So I will let you know how that goes because I'm probably going to buy it when we run out of the lube at my house. But if you are in a partnered relationship, you're enjoying the company of a new sex partner, the encounter might be going very well. And sometimes we just have to spice it up and add more excitement, especially if the encounter hasn't quite met your expectations and you think a little assistance might be in order. So do we reach into that nightstand and pull out our favorite vibe? There is some risk involved in that. I think a lot of men, because of their egos, think that um, they might be insulted. They see it as a reflection that they're not pleasing you, which they probably aren't. I mean, half the time, let's be real, but they might see it as an invitation to take things to a new and more exciting level. So if the person's opposed to it, I would perhaps suggest like finding a more open-minded partner, um, and someone that you share like similar views and goals for your sex life. But there is a lot of benefit, um, in curiosity and exploration and taking things to the new level. And sometimes people mostly are just uneducated. They aren't aware of the different types of satisfaction that could come from using sex toys. So I would always suggest and encourage you to, after you spend some quality time together, discuss the potential and the possibilities that sex toys can add to your relationship. Because we love sex and we love sex toys and sex toys can be used with a partner. Um, You know, a lot of women need I don't want to say need, but enjoy um, using something else to aid to reach an orgasm because toys can help produce satisfying orgasms among those who have trouble reaching climax like me. Um, And sex therapists and clinicians always really recommend, as long as they're sex positive, um, the use of sex toys for vulva owners. Um, And if you have anorgasmia, the inability to achieve orgasm or some sort of sexual arousal disorder, which could come along with antidepressants and birth controls, um, toys are always highly suggested if you have any sort of sexual dysfunction. Um, And they're the perfect way to stimulate multiple erogenous zones simultaneously and to provide different types of sexual satisfaction that can't be achieved with hands alone. So maybe go sex toy shopping or look online with your partner, see different things, make a sex toy bucket list and just spruce it up and keep things exciting because 
for me, a lot of times I feel like during sex, my partner is getting a lot out of it um, in the past, you know, historically, and I feel like it hasn't been reciprocal. It's like, where's my orgasm? But sometimes we have to take things into our own hands, make empowered decisions that prioritize our pleasure and make us feel good because everyone is deserving of good and fulfilling and satisfying sex. And that's where I'm going to end it. I will try to link the products and list them in the show notes below. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me on sex and spirituality pod and I will talk to you in the next episode.